One, two, three, three, two, one. Levels, levels. That was impressive. Levels, levels. <laughs> it's the maths. I thought you were doing like a roadside sobriety thing because you got the bourbon out. <laughs> Just hoping it kills whatever's inside me. <laughs> <laughs> the COVID, the hope, whatever. What Dreams. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sure. Are you, as long as we're talking, whatever, are you ready for the draft? Which draft? Ours. The late night league draft. The one that we've been doing for like 21 years. Oh, oh, is it, is it that time already? Yep. Monday of Labor Day every year, every year for the last 21 years, <laughs> Monday afternoon of Labor Day. And somehow huh. Torbert and Ebert managed to be busy every friggin' time. Yes. Huh. Are you yeah, sure? The, okay. Yeah, right. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Season kicks off in a week. Amy's going to be at three games early. <laughs> She's got the first three home games. So are, are you ready to go? Have you checked out the NFL? Well, okay. Shoot. Okay. NFL starting, I guess, in a week, huh? All right. I better start doing some research on some NFL rosters then. Yeah. I uh, Cut down day is today as we're mm. recording. Okay. Uh, I haven't checked to see who the Bears cut loose. And I, I still have to figure out if the third wide receiver in Buffalo needs to be higher on my big board than the second running back in Dallas. Uh, the, all of this is really important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You should figure that out. I I, I mean, I hate to say this. I, I actually have no idea who the players are anymore. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm really out of the NFL at this point. Can can I ask you a, like a just what might be a stupid question? Wouldn't be the first time on this podcast. Sure. Yeah, good point. Is Dan Marino still the quarterback <laughs> of the Dolphins? Or did he retire last year? Are you are you thinking of Tom Brady and the Buccaneers? No, 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 no. Dan Marino. I mean, I mean, he's a really good quarterback. I'm I'm just wondering if I should draft him. A, you should. And B, this year, I think we should play for money. (laughs) Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd. It's a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. No, it's really not. It's really not going good at all. I was going to say, hold on just a second. I'm trying, I'm playing one of my word games. It's quite a long word and it starts with Q-U and ends with teen. Do you have any idea of a word that starts with Q-U and ends in teen? Uh, no, I'm drawing a total blank. <laughs> okay, well, you should just sit in your room until you figure that out. <laughs> Give it another two to three, three maybe four days. <laughs> let me know. Let me know what comes to mind. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> that was nice. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, travel is awesome. (laughs) I love travel. 
Every time I go somewhere, I come home with new friends. <laughs> Criminy. Anyway. Uh, feed- and, and, you th- and you thought that the whole thing at Atlanta was going to be your biggest problem of that trip. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. <laughs> oh, that's cute. How oh, cute is that? Here I am, you know, elbowing little old ladies out of the way. And yeah. that's, you know what that is? That's oh, karma. I was that actually going to say, karma. That's, I've heard about that that's the new variant. Karma. The, car- the karma, <laughs> the variant. karma variant. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we have any feedback, follow-up, updates? Uh, toddler 401k? Yes. Hey, Danny. Thanks to inspiration from your show, we now do a what did you learn this week recap on Friday afternoons at my office. <laughs> Uh-oh. It's sweeping the nation. Yeah. Or, or, or at least sweeping the west side of Des Moines. Well, somebody has to. Sorry. That, I, don't, I don't even know what that means. I don't. That's... They have several parades. You have to, you have to yeah. do that yeah. at yeah. the end of the. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, that and, that and all the presidential candidates that are coming through. Although that's more the east side, so eh, don't worry about it. Okay, okay, uh, Danny. I hope that goes well for you. <laughs> Speaking of the east side of Des Moines, also from Toddler Four Hundred One K, you two perfectly summed up why I don't like the fair: manure and cotton candy. <laughs> yep. I. Oh. You know, I was thinking uh, I was going to pick up an Iowa State Fair uh, candle, uh, which is that exact scent, and send it to Danny. But I guess, you know what? I guess we should look at something else for him. I'm not sure he would appreciate that. What, what is that? What? What? Could somebody light a candle? That is the candle. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Let's see. This came in from Doug and the Educated Idiots. OJing it through the airport, which I believe I said last week. Yeah, you dropped that super casually, actually. Yes. <laughs> okay, so he gave me a three-part, four-part question. Is that A, allegedly murdering your ex-wife and her lover? <laughs> B, holding someone hostage to steal back your husband trophy? C, a reference to a commercial, you have to be a minimum of 40 to get the reference, or D, all of the above. <laughs> Toddlers, I'll let you answer the question. What do you think I was doing in the Atlanta airport? I was going to say, what we what I'm really concerned about is, if, if the next words out of Dwayne's mouth are, on advice of counsel, <laughs> I have been advised <laughs> to not answer on the grounds that it may tend to incriminate me. This podcast will have taken a weird turn. <laughs> this is quite possibly the best feedback we've ever received. <laughs> oh my God. I laughed so hard. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate you. <laughs> just keep it going out there, man. By the way, by the way, there, I just, there's a, you know, in, in the big rules of like, you know, all the different rules you have, somewhere in there, one of the rules needs to be. Any answer, if, if you ask a question and any answer starts with on advice of counsel, like you already know <laughs> where, or the flip side is if you were asked a question and you start with that, 
you're having a bad day. That's a sign of a bad day is anytime you have to use the phrase on advice of counsel. It's like, you know how, how Gibbs on NCIS had rules. Yes. Right. Gibbs, Gibbs's rules. I've got a couple of those. I just refer to at random and assign them numbers. Yes. At work people rule number five, simpler is better. That's, that's something that I say regularly. Rule number five, simpler is better. I don't know what rules number one through four are. Nobody seems to question. Nobody asks. You, you don't you don't need no because when you throw that out, you you gotta have a rule number seven. You don't need one through six. Nope. Right. <laughs> or delivery vans. There you go. Same same principle. <laughs> Did you catch any feedback this week? Um, I did not. No. Okay. Okay. How about some follow-up? Yeah. A couple, a couple of months ago talked about, there was a football match in Australia that eventually had to be stopped because fans stormed the pitch. And well, that happens seemingly a lot, especially in France, somebody picked up a bucket of sand that was yes. stored on the pitch. Which is like, wait, why are you doing that? Oh, because of the flares people throw out. So you have the people throw the flares. So you put the bucket of sand out there. Then when they when they store in the field, they picked up the bucket of sand and threw it and hit the goalkeeper in the head, which led him to be bloodied and concussed. Right. I remember. I, I remember this story. Yeah. Or or as the NFL calls it, just a little dinged. He's good for a couple more plays. Anyway. <laughs> So that person, the person who threw the bucket of sand uh, and hit the player, he was he he was found guilty, yes, and sentenced to three months in prison by a magistrate. And he's also banned from in from attending any event at the stadium for five years. He is also ordered to undergo random drug testing for eighteen months following his release. Now he is also released on bail pending an appeal however so anyway three months in prison and five years stay out of the stadium that is more however than his lawyer wanted his lawyer actually argued against any prison time saying first of all that he he was a drug addict at the time and he feels bad about it and quote he will forever be known as bucket man and will have to work hard to overcome that I killed my parents, but I'm an orphan. So please. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Steve Bartman would like a word. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so, here. Yeah. And then the other one I had, we keep talking about in this spot, we're talking about sports announcers. Uh, I was listening to some, uh, I was listening to an English football match uh, this weekend and they went into, uh, they went into stoppage time and there was going to be like, you know, seven or eight minutes. And there was a lot of, uh, during they, they, there was a guy rolling around on the ground who hadn't been, hadn't been touched. And there was a lot of, anyway, at one point the announcer says, well, five minutes have been played. And I say out loud to nobody because I'm by myself. I just said, actually five minutes have, have elapsed. <laughs> Five minutes have elapsed. 30 seconds has been played. (laughs) Bob, let's just get this clear. So anyway, yes, there's a difference between playing it. 
in that case, if you wanted to go run for an hour, you just start the timer, you run for 30 seconds and then, and then just sit and eat donuts. <laughs> well, I've been running for an hour. Have you? Well, okay. Anyway, English football. It's fantastic. Any other follow-up from you? Amy sent me an, um, actually, Uh oh, she was listening. She was, oh, she was listening to the Hogan Johns podcast and they were talking about the third quarterback. Oh, they brought that rule back. Yes. Yes. And Hogan Johns said something about how they'll have that third quarterback on their 53 man roster. And she goes, um, actually, because the three of us had a text conversation about it. And we know that that's not how the rule works. <laughs> that they won't just be able to grab somebody from the practice squad. They have to actually put them on the 53-man roster, but they don't have to activate them onto the 46-man roster for the game day. All of which, toddlers, I'm sorry, that got a little too detailed for anything. Anyway. <laughs> just thing to note. The, the third quarterback rule is back and they've changed it. And I don't know. Oh, they keep, they keep messing with it and they haven't fixed it. Nope. By the way, Lisa, Lisa loves to tell a story about 10 years ago. She was, she was in a room with some people and they were all talking NFL stuff. And of course, yeah, you know, Lisa's in here or whatever. And somebody made a thing, made a comment. This is when the old third quarterback rule was in place where you could have them, but you couldn't bring them in before the fourth quarter, unless both quarterbacks weren't available. And if they came in before the third quarter, before the fourth quarter, then the other two couldn't reenter the game or whatever. Right. Anyway, it was like on a Tuesday and these guys were like, well, I don't understand why they brought him. I mean, when that guy got patched up, they should have. And she basically said, well, actually the, the rule states that because he came in before the fourth quarter, once he entered the game, then even though they were available, the rule states that the, the two quarterbacks weren't able to come back in. So we had to finish the game because that's the rule. And the coach didn't have any any uh any choice in the matter and she said these three guys stopped and looked at her like wait she understands the third quarterback <laughs> rule in the nfl <laughs> she just casually dropped and explained to them why they were wrong in analyzing what the coach of their favorite team had done just drop the mic and walk away that away lisa which leads to you don't have to know everything, but if you know a little bit about a lot, if you get a chance, you can drop something in. And from now then on, I'm sure everybody was like, I don't know. I don't even understand what that rule is. Maybe we should call Lisa. She seems to know all the NFL rules because if she knows the third quarterback rule, what else does she know? Because <laughs> nobody would learn just that. <laughs> no, right. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, can we do Todd's Tech Corner as presented by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy? Sure. As of today, as we recorded, Apple announced that they were, shockingly, they're going to have an event in mid, in mid to early September. It'll be on September 12th. <gasps> rumors state, I can, I can confidently state that rumors and sources close to talking to Todd believe it's possible that new iPhones may be announced at that event. <laughs> Could you hedge that bet any further? Well, nobody's for sure, but it's it's also possible that this might be called iPhone 15. I don't know. I'm just 
Anyway, so September 12th, the new iPhones will be announced. Potentially new Apple Watches will also be announced. That's what the rumors say. And if they do the announcement on the 12th, what that would mean is pre-orders would probably start on the 15th if you want to get in line to you know get in the virtual line to order them the new ios 17 will come out probably the week of the 18th so we can upgrade our phones or not and shipments of those phones will start arriving on september 22nd if you're so inclined to get a new phone but i just got a new phone yeah no that one's crap now you gotta get a new one yeah apple says <laughs> but this one's fine. But, nope. But but no, no. I mean, you can mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to. You want to keep it. I, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's just. Is yours not titanium? Oh my goodness! You have a non-titanium phone. Who are you? Wait, it might as well be a flip phone. I've been getting served up this company that takes apart old phones and then mounts them and frames them and puts little lines like to describe which piece of what is. And you can get for your collection an original iPhone Mm. that you could hang on your wall that's been disassembled and then mounted and framed and labeled. They're okay. So I'm of two minds. One, that's kind of cool to see all of it, right? Like, right. I'm like, like how cool oh, is that? This is really awesome. I mean, that's really awesome. On the flip side, that's kind of like taking a frog apart and putting <laughs> all of its pieces on the wall and saying, look at the art. Like, I mean, it's cool, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Bolts. Yes, yeah. I would like to take apart a frog or a cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Mm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why they charge so much because you don't have to do the work. <clears throat> what do you think this thing is? I don't know. Get the expert. They've got the labeler. <laughs> anyway, so as we enter September, uh, new phone talk. We'll uh, we'll be talking about new phones and we're talking about the iOS, uh, the phone upgrades coming. So there we go. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, new phones every year. I I I'm gonna guess it's gonna have a screen. It's going to, can I make calls on it? That the rumors are not clear yet. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can absolutely give, you can use it to give money, more money to Apple. Now, whether you can make a call on it, I I don't know. Yes. So, huh? yeah. Anyway, there will be more segments for the Taylor center for technology policy in the future. Excellent. I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Yes. To get to get the to maximize their spo- their uh, sponsorship dollars. Do- dollar. Sponsorship <laughs> dollar. Okay. So on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. Saturday morning. I played golf with Dave Ball. Okay. So Dave, if you're listening, we may have picked up a new listener. Uh, he wanted to know how to find us. I told him. Just search for my name because talking to Todd, no Gino space, you know, you can't find it as we've been told anyway. But if you, but if you search the internet for Dwayne Johnson, you'll, our podcast will be the first thing you find. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Good advice. Yeah. That's yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Anywho. Yeah. So, but so 
the guys were asking me, Dave and the two guys that I normally golf with, Mike and, and Gary, they were asking me about the podcast and what do we talk about. And I talked about one of the recurring segments that we do every week is where we come up with a question to ask the other person. It generally has to do with guessing something. And it it's, you know, intended to stump the other person, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a polite way of saying make them look stupid. But you know what? We'll go with stump the other person. Yes. <laughs> So they started making suggestions for this week's Todd Ought to Know. Oh, thanks, guys. And the one of the early suggestions was, when was the first iPhone released? I'm like, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> because I said, I said, do you want to know when it was announced or when it was actually released? Because it was announced in May, but it wasn't actually released until October. And they're like, Wow, how do you know that? I'm like, sorry, I'm I'm a geek and I hang around Todd a lot. Actually, it was announced in January at Macworld and it was released at the end of June in 2027. So um, actually. But do I get a bell? No, that wasn't it. No, no, that wasn't it. (laughs) But I sounded confident when I said it, so I could get hired at Todd's tours. A clipboard and a wave will get you into any building in the country. (laughs) Thanks, Randy. So anyway, so one of the other suggestions, because it wasn't about the iPhone, the original iPhone, which I knew you would know the answer to. And the title that I put in the rundown was a whale of a story. Yep. Do you know the average size of the largest mammal on earth? The blue whale? Average size. Yes. I mean, the one that's in all the textbooks says that they can grow up to 100 feet long. Up, 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 up to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So if that's sort of maximum size, average, I I don't. Are are, are we going for length, weight? Of we're, volume, we're really, water the, displacement. The question, the the uh, the answer that Michael proposed was, yes. "What's the average weight?" Oh, of a full-grown, average blue whale, Unla- un unladened or laden. <laughs> <laughs> you got two coconuts and you're banging them together. <laughs> okay (laughs) it's it's not about how he grips it (laughs) Mm. (laughs) okay sorry so it's a fantastic accent there for me hope you enjoyed that okay the weight of a full-grown blue whale Blue plus, or, whale. plus or minus. I'll give you 10%. <sighs> okay. So we know that the weight of an object immer- uh, submerged in water is equal to the weight of the water displaced uh, because we, we stalling. 
Well, and that was a callback to uh, that was that was a callback to our our education. I will falls. <laughs> Eureka! I, oh. I know what that means. I know those words. I don't know how that helps me right now. But <laughs> if if I knew the display, if I knew the weight of the water that was displaced by the blue whale, then I would know the weight of the of the whale. But they were never clear on how to get the weight of the water displaced. Anyway, okay. <laughs> mm. And and we're not talking about pygmy blue whales. We're talking no. about full size blue whales. Full size, full, and, yeah. And females are larger than males. Okay. If that matters, which it doesn't. No. Mm. Um. The problem is, is I don't. I I can picture a blue whale in my mind. Yes. I can. I can. I can see what it looks like. Yes. Having having been being a scuba diver and having seen things that are three to five feet long swimming near me, the thought of seeing something a hundred feet long anywhere near me is a very, it is both enticing like, Oh, that'd be really cool. And Oh my goodness. Cause the three foot long thing near me was kind of intimidating a hundred feet. So, okay. Um, we're going to say, I'm just doing some math here. That sound right? That doesn't sound right. Oh, that looks too big. 100,000 pounds. Double that. <laughs> oh, I was off by a Dwayne. Damn it. <laughs> you were off by a full Dwayne. The <laughs> blue whale males. Average one hundred and ninety-five thousand pounds. The females two hundred and twenty thousand pounds. That's a that's a big mammal. That is a big big mammal, fed on krill. <laughs> oh look, krill! Great big great big mammal, tiny little food source. <laughs> <laughs> no bell for you this week. But thanks to Michael Westfall for the contribution uh, and, and Dave Ball is a new listener. So uh, building that audience one listener at a time. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. We're, Sorry. I'm just, I'm like, wait, 200,000 pounds. That's a, that's a, I know, that's a, right. I thought about it for the next three holes. I'm like, how in the world do I wrap my mind about that around this? It's huge. It's a it's a third the length of a football field and just massive, just massive, massive mammals. And they live between 80 and 90 years. Hmm. From the yeah. source from the source of all truth and knowledge, Wikipedia. I gotta start studying for this segment more. I just don't I'll know give how. You a, <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you an opportunity to because that was really that was kind of Todd guess a number as opposed to Todd I don't know. This is this is a more random kind of thing. In the water. They live in the water. No. They do. I was I was gonna see if you're okay, yeah. Do you know how they measure the how they figure out how old I said they live from eighty to ninety years? Do you know how they figure out how old a blue whale is? Ask them if they remember when Truman was around. <laughs> <laughs> or 
or ask them if they, hey, do you remember when the Browns were good? That's what, 80, 90 years? Yeah. <laughs> if Foratano is listening, he is going to take issue with that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know how they they know. No, they uh, much like a tree's rings, they measure the layers of earwax. There's a darker layer and a lighter whale, lighter whale, a lighter layer that that build on top of each other. A dark layer and a light layer of earwax every year, and the Q-tips to clean out a whale's ear are really hard to come by, so the wax just builds up over and over and over and then they measure the depth of the earwax by the layers in it to figure out how old a whale is kevin kevin am i being punked right now kevin (laughs) is this this is starting to sound like i'm being punked it source 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 of all truth and knowledge are you ready to move on one last thing. My thought would be, I mean, yes. I don't, I don't know who draws the short Q-tip on that one, but <laughs> you're like, you're getting in the water and you're like, become a marine biologist. They said, it'll be awesome. You said, get to study animals. And they said, Hey, go swim up to that 200,000 pound, hundred foot long animal and go, do you mind if I just check your ears? Step one, where's the ears? <laughs> All right. We should move on. We should move on though. You, you know, there's, there's somebody, there's somebody in our listening audience that probably knows this because at one point in her co- college career, she took anatomy of whales. So we'll find out. Okay. Time to move on. But that was a weird prereq. I'm just going to say <laughs> it was a very weird prereq. <laughs> Got to have a science class. Just check in the box. It's what was available. <laughs> I, I, I missed my registration window. This is what's available to keep me on course to graduate in four years. That, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> well, that 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 segment was pretty idiotic. Do you think we can top it in the Scott Frost Memorial Idiot of the Week? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. so. Okay. What do you got? So under mine, I'm just going to call it "Kiss Him Goodbye." Okay. I don't know if you've been following this, but last week we talked about the Women's World Cup and being up at 4 a.m. and watching Spain win. Oops. As a part as a part of the celebration, the president of the Spanish Federation uh, grabbed one of the players as she was coming through the handshake line and grabbed her sort of by the and and it just planted a full on kiss right on her mouth. And everybody was like, what? That didn't look right. And since then, this this thing is kind of taking on a life of its own. Originally, the player, when asked immediately about it, the player was like, "Don't, it's not a problem. It's not a thing." Because, like, literally, we just won the World Cup. It was really weird, After- but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Afterwards, however, then it was like, then the federation said, "Oh yeah, no, no, that was fine," because people were asking the federation, "Hey, the your president just kissed one of your players." And the Federation said, oh, no, no, oh, no, no. Um, She gave consent. So it was fine. At which point she said, no, I didn't. That's a lie. And then things started to escalate. And man, has this escalated. So Luis, who is the president of the Federation, 
who did this, again, he's head of the Spanish Football uh, Federation, and so the Federation works for him. So the Federation said, oh, she gave consent. She said, no, they're lying. And all 23 members of the World Cup team then signed a statement that said that as long as he's president of the Football Association, they will not play for Spain. Now, this, yes. And I heard that number is up to 80 as of this morning. Yes, because another 50 players who haven't been selected yet have signed that document. Now, this is also interesting because 18 months ago, 15 players who were on the national team complained about how they were being treated and how their practice facilities were crap. And they were basically said the Spanish Football Federation is treating us terribly and we're not going to play for you unless you fix these things. The Spanish Federation and the coach for the women's team said, okay. And so 12 of the 15 were left off of the World Cup roster. So they were punished for complaining about the conditions. Three of them made it. Anyway, so now the entire team and basically all of the women who might be selected have all said, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. In response, the Spanish Football Federation looked at that and went, I know it would be a proportional response. They uh, they threatened in the media that they were going to sue the player for defamation when she said when she said that she didn't give consent. So they're going to sue her. And they said that any women, any woman football player in Spain who is called up to the national team has an obligation to play for the team. And so therefore they can't they can't say no if selected again. We're, we got some real problems with what consent means in the Spanish Football Federation. No, you, 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 you can. Yeah, but, 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 what? Yes. Then it. Okay, so that's one spiral. Then it spirals again because a bunch of people are calling for this guy to step down. And he is, he's doubling down and doubling down on his doubling down. So um, the sports minister in Spain, um, because most governments have a sport, sports minister, basically have said that they're going to try to remove him from being the head of the Spanish Football Association, as has the, the group that oversees athletic groups in general in Spain. Anyway, the government has stepped in and said, yeah, this guy probably has to go. As soon as that happened, the Spanish Football Federation, again, on orders from Luis, petitioned UEFA, the European Football Association. The Spanish Federation asked UEFA to suspend them from UEFA because UEFA's rules say that any team that has undue government influence is not allowed to participate in UEFA competitions. And they said, hey, our government's trying to mess with us. So according to UEFA rules, we should be suspended, so please suspend us. Okay, what does that mean? Well, UEFA oversees men's and women football. So what that would mean is UEFA does the Champions League, which I don't know if you know, but that's where all the money is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Spanish Federation was asking UEFA to suspend Real Madrid and Barcelona, two of the largest teams in the world, to basically suspend them from being able to play in the Champions League until the government backed down. UEFA said, nah, we're not going to do that. 
So this guy, because he kissed a player against her will to quote unquote celebrate a World Cup win, wanted Real Madrid and Barcelona kicked out of the Champions League to protect his job because he thought, again, allegedly, because it was the Federation, not him, but he runs the Federation. He thought that if he got Real Madrid and Barcelona kicked out of the Champions League, that all of Spain will rally to his defense. They're not. UEFA's not. Nobody's coming to this guy's defense. This guy has proven, forget the kissing now, the way that he has responded to this has proved that, again, I actually told Lisa, I'm like, how do morons, how do complete morons and jackasses like this guy get in charge of national federations? And it happens all the time. I, One of my pet peeves is people being offended on behalf of other people. Yes. Right? Yes. It's, you know, if I was offended, I will say I was offended. That came, by the way, that came out of a good place, which is there are people who can't express that they have been wronged because the power yes. dynamic is weird. Yes. yes. And so people with power should help them. Yes. But, and that still is a valuable place at some point, but that's gotten yes. out of control. It, yes. Dude, call it a day. <laughs> Retire. Move on. This is not a battle you are going to win because, oh my God, this guy, he absolutely wins idiot of the world this week. And again, I mean, to your point, shouldn't have done that, made a mistake, should probably maybe cost his job. If he is contrite, he's like, wow, should have happened. Maybe he suspends himself for six months or a year, goes away, says it will never happen again or like... Jim Harbaugh? No, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> There's ways of saying, oh, that was wrong. I crossed the line. I will do better. Yep. And you could survive this. Pro- probably, yes. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. Whether you maybe. should or not, I don't know, but you I could. Know. But yes, yeah, I think you probably could. But given a week later, like, but a week later, and nope. you're still doubling down, like, well, you're bankrupt, sir. Double down bankrupt again hit me again like dude you this is the part where it goes from terror like from ridiculously terrible terrible to ridiculously terrible because with the light of day and away from all of this he's like yeah i've thought about it i'm still in the right i'm in charge whatever i say goes let's do this anyway you know it's stories like that that make me miss the, the simple times when it was just Scott Frost making like $12 million a year to win like 12 games over like 17 years or whatever. I miss Scott. I, I miss those. Anyway, yes, there you go. Congratulations, Luis. You're an idiot. How about you? What do you got? Well, they're actually calling this Spain's Me Too movement. Okay. Uh, this was actually the story that I brought as well. Really? Because there's no bigger idiot than this guy this week. Uh, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing else compares. <laughs> so I'm this. This guy wins. Uh, this was the story I brought as well. So yeah. I mean, at this point, <laughs> I would, I would love, I would love an update on the Brett Favre story to talk about how he literally took dollar bills out of orphans' pockets to hand 
to the university to be, I would for, that would even for volleyball players. Should we, for we, volley, need a, yes. we really need a Brett Favre update. We haven't done a Brett Favre update in a long time. I wonder where that story is. I haven't wanted to do one, and this one I feel like we need to do that. It's just a palate cleanser. No, we normally anyway. do a feel good palate cleanser. There's nothing feel good about. Well, no, no, and no, least, no, 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 not no. I heard the word feel. Don't do, do that. Don't do. go there. No, <sighs> nope. Sorry, inappropriate. Okay. Yes. What are you watching? So Lisa's been Lisa's traveling. She's back in uh, she's back in Alaska this week. So I've been watching I've been watching English football, Oop. and Sunday was English football and Formula One parade, and more English football <laughs> and <Formula> one parade. <laughs> yes, you're not wrong. No, and then and then NASCAR, which was the last the last race before they go into the playoffs, which also marks their playoffs coincide with the NFL. So Lisa points out every year we pay attention to NASCAR right until they get to the playoffs, and then it's like NAS what? I don't know. Football's on. That race came down to the like in the last ten laps. There were again there were people racing to get into the playoffs and who was going to win. And there was, Oh, by the way, there was a massive wreck. The car barrel rolled 10 times. Really? And multiples of those were the car wasn't touching the ground at all while it was rotate. Like it was, uh, it was a very, Oh my goodness. Like pre flaps. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it caught the car in a, in a direction that it's not, it caught a car. It caught it in a direction that the car isn't designed to shed all the air load, and and it it looked really bad. And all the commentators were like, you know, twenty years ago that was just a Sunday, and we've made the cars much safer, and they don't do that. So when they do that, you forget that these are thirty five hundred pound cars doing two hundred miles an hour, racing next forty of them racing next to each other. And when stuff goes wrong, it goes wrong quick and in a big, big way. And you kind of forget that until that happens. So that's racing and the Formula One parade. I mean, yeah, there was the weather and I'm pretty sure, by the way, I'm just going to say this, just I'm pretty sure that you and I could do a better job as race strategists than at least six of the race strategists (laughs) that are currently working in Formula One. There are people who are working in those teams who don't understand racing, Formula One, tires, radar, drivers, strategy, pit stops, physics, and clocks. <laughs> anyway, God, they're bad at their jobs. Anyway, what are you watching? Chuck with a DNF, but okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> How'd Chuck do this? Never mind. Damn it. I think that's his new name. Charles DNF. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, we watched Craig Ferguson. Craig came to town on his Crafty Rascal tour. Okay. Played Hoyt Sherman. Yep. He went for more than two hours. He was like 40 minutes over what his regular set was. He just went on and on and on. I... I love Craig Ferguson. He was the best late night talk show host ever. He was better than Dave. Sorry. I know you're a David Letterman fan. He was better than Dave. 
he's different is different. I was going to say, I think he was certainly different. And after he got comfortable with that show, I mean, the whole, well, right at the end of the show, I'm just gonna put my feet up. Yep. What do we, what do we learn? tonight what did we learn on the show tonight craig it's why we do what did we learn this week our show is craig's show it's feedback it's tweets and emails sometimes we have a guest our show is craig's show i don't know if you've noticed this that's what we do kevin kevin okay listen i'm gonna need you to go get a full-size costume that two people fit in of a horse yeah jeff peterson don't, my don't. robots my robot skeleton pal yeah i'm just gonna be real clear here when you edit this i need i need you to fix that you can't say that this podcast is craig's show because if it is he's entitled to royalties now are there any no but he could take the rest of our stickers. So it might be an homage. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a tribute to. Yes. It's in the style. It, yes. It's yes. a tribute to. It's an yes. homage to Craig. Yes. No, Kevin. Kevin. No, you don't have to go live with Craig. No, I will take care of it, buddy. We'll take care of it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Because Craig had interns too, and he put them in the horse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> anyway, so we saw we saw Craig Ferguson at Hoyt Sherman. He started out he started out starting to tell his wife's favorite joke. I'm going to tell my wife's favorite joke. Two hours later, he finally tells his wife's favorite joke. He finally circled back around to it. It's one of these really really long, and he touched on everything in between. So, so technically, he only told one joke. Exactly. The entire night. Yeah. He just took the entire, yeah. Which is his wife's favorite. Do you know what a Scotsman wears under his kilt? No. On a good day? Lipstick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's Craig's wife's favorite joke. How do you how do you put the explicit tag on the Apple podcast? That is an absolute that is a clean joke. It is absolutely clean. There isn't a single dirty word in that. There is not. It is not dirty at all. <laughs> he was friggin' hilarious. Oh my god. I miss Craig Ferguson so much. Oh, did you learn anything? Yeah, so this weekend we got some sad news. Bob Barker passed away at 99. I learned two things. One, Bob Barker passed away at 99. Number two, Bob Barker was still alive. I could have sworn he passed away at least 10 years ago. Wait, what? The best tweet I saw on this? Closest to 100 without going over. Bob Barker. (laughs) He won the ultimate showcase showdown. Closest to 100 without going over. Yep. (laughs) How about you? What what did you learn this week? I went to San Antonio last week and brought back a friend with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hence the quarantine commentary at Mm. the top of the show. I wasn't feeling great. 
But I'm like, maybe it's just a cold. Maybe it's just, I don't know, whatever. And then I got on the phone this morning with one of my colleagues that was with me in San Diego. And they're like, oh, so-and-so's got COVID and so-and-so's got COVID. And I'm like, well, the first person I barely saw, but the second person I spent a whole lot of time with, I probably ought to go test myself. So I went over to the closet where I've got four COVID tests sitting there because, you know, 2023 and <laughs> grabbed it, opened it up, looked at the expiration date and it said January of 2023 and went, meh, whatever, tested myself and it turned positive in about 15 seconds. Boom. Eh, probably got COVID. Eh, okay, great. Fantastic. Called the clinic. Talked to the clinic lady and she said, the test was expired? Yeah. Back in January. Really? Yeah. You probably had to go get yourself another test just to make sure. Great. So I went to the Medicap pharmacy. Thank you, Medicap. They had them handy. I rode my e-bike over to the Medicap and back <laughs> because it's close and I didn't have to pedal. I just. Mm, yeah. Right. But I felt like I needed some fresh air after. And now you can use your HSA money to pay for the bike. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Danny's You're welcome. Like, don't do that. Don't do no, that. Don't. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Ran over to Medicap, got the new test that is not expired. Tested positive in about 15, 15 seconds. <laughs> yep. So I'm now quarantining, just kind of living the dream here in Norwalk, quarantining until I feel like coming back out again. Anyway, this week I learned that I got COVID. Again. <laughs> Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. Just search Talkin' and the number two. There's no G and no space. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can stop by and see us at the Tuba City Home Office. We should probably explain that joke at some point. It's it's in the back catalog. I don't remember. It, it's it's all there. It's it's all there if you put the pieces together. I would I would recommend a crazy board and yarn. And <laughs> please, please don't do that either. I, I was actually like, I was going to say, hey, everybody send in your crazy boards with yarn to explain that one. And the best one <laughs> will get a sticker. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our listeners and our sponsors and those who send feedback. Uh, sponsors, Toddler3187, who we haven't heard from in several weeks the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. Hey, speaking of feedback. Yes. Quick, quick request out to all the toddlers. Okay. So we are, we're going to be recording a couple more of the, of those pot of the episodes where Dwayne and I just kind of ask, uh, answer some questions. We did this when I was on a trip and 
We've got some questions we're going to come up with. There's some more coming up later this year. However, if you have questions that you would like both of us to answer on an upcoming episode, you can text them to us. You can use all the feedback mechanisms. You can email at feedback at talking to Todd. Your question may, and I stress may. Not April, not February, May. What I was going to say was, your question may be used, and I'm looking at you, Doug. Doug, the question may be used. This is <laughs> this is not <laughs> this is not making promises. <laughs> anyway, we will have questions, but if there's questions that you would like us to answer in an upcoming episode, you, you know, again, we were talking about what, hey, what's the what's the worst trip you've been on? Any of those kind of things. Well, we're looking for additional questions. So send those to the feedback as well. And we will, we will start. We've got a couple of those episodes to record. So just throwing that out there right now. Excellent. Crowdsourced content. Love it. Yes. Yes. Cool. Uh, Cool. 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 Where were we? (laughs) Todd? There you go. Uh, Rule number five. Don't waste good. Rule number seven. Always be specific when you lie. Rule number nine. Never take anything for granted. And rule number 13 from Gibbs's rules, according to all sorts of stuff, never involve lawyers. <laughs> He's got a point. He does have a point. <laughs> He's... On advice of counsel, I'm not allowed to say whether I agree with that or not. <laughs> Gibbs's rules were awesome. Nice callback. Good work. We'll be back next week. We'll clean up anything that we messed up. Uh, hopefully nothing. We'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. You know, you know how when they got towards the end of the series in Cheers, they started playing a shorter and shorter version of the opening song. Oh, yeah. Right. Like in the first couple of seasons, they played the entire song for the opening. And then when you got towards the end. Sometimes. And we're in. (laughs) And and here we are. Right. Yeah. So people know Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. So I've just started playing the quick version at the beginning. Let's just get to the show, right? People know what they're getting to. Just, just we're getting the short version of the, of the theme from now on. I don't know that that means we're getting to the end of talking to Todd, but we're certainly getting to the short version of the theme. The, I mean, that makes sense. The, the downside is there are weeks where mm, is about the best part of the show. So let's, let's be careful about what we're cutting out here. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.